0: Hello, oil enthusiasts. Welcome to episode three of the essential oil scoop. Hold on to your diffusers because it's about to get wild and fragrant in here. Today, Sarah and I will be talking about how to use essential oils. So stick around till the end so you get the fantastic scoop of the day welcome to the essential oil scoop where we're all about sass class and a whole lot of plant-based fun i'm your host vicki labrilia and i'm joined by my amazing co-host sarah sepos together we're going to be your guides to the world of essential oils and trust us there's no better team for the job with my passion for natural wellness and sarah's encyclopedia-like knowledge of essential oils and our sparkling wood and charm you'll be diving into the world of essential oils giving you all the tips, tricks, and juicy scoop that you will need to make the most of these potent plant extracts. So grab your favorite oils, your favorite drink, and put on your listening ears, and let's get ready to have some fun with essential oils. So my friend, Sarah, how are you? I am great,
1: Vicki. How are you today?
0: I'm fantastic, fantastic. So today's conversation is all about how to use essential oils help
1: me learn how we can do this. Okay. So I love using, there's, there's three basic ways of using essential oils. First is aromatic. That's basically smelling them, right? Uh Then the second is using them topically. And the third is internally. So let's, let's kind of dive into the aromatic ways, the ways we use them in the air and, um, how they help with aromatherapy and all the different ways, let's let's dive into that part first.
0: Oh, awesome! Okay, that sounds great. So, why don't you um, share some tidbits about aromatic use, and then I'll I'll branch off of you, my friend.
1: Okay, so let's first talk about. And we'll get a little bit teeny tiny sciencey, but not too much. We'll keep it super, super simple. But basically we have this system inside of our noses and it's called the olfactory bulb and the olfactory system. And so when we smell something through our nose, it goes into the system and then our system, that olfactory bulb sends it to to the rest of our limbic part of our brain. And then the limbic part of our brain categorizes it and says, oh, that's a good smell. That's a bad smell and kind of navigates it through there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So that's how um, when we smell certain things, we're like, or it could even go as to so far as to bring up a memory, or it can bring up a core emotion or something like that. Because you ever had like that moment where you've smelled something and you're like, oh my gosh, this brings me right back to my childhood of lemons or something, right? Like you, you know, that, that smell and you're like, that smells familiar or maybe you smell something a cologne or something and you're like oh that reminds me of this person right because it just brings you back because you have mm-hmm. that you have this awesome filing system in your brain with mm-hmm. the olfactory system in the limbic brain
0: well they're connected right my friend the olfactory system is connected to the limbic system which that is the area of the brain where memories and emotions are stored so this exactly makes
1: sense. yes yes exactly have you ever seen um? you ever seen the movie uh inside out disney's inside yeah. out okay uh-huh. and that is where like all that long-term memory and all that is stored that is the limbic system that's in the limbic system in that limbic brain um <clears throat> so which is yes the olfactory bulb is part of that system so so there's like direct inhalation so we can smell the oil straight from the bottle And we can just kind of huff it and smell it and, oh, it smells so good. Or, oh, that's not like my favorite smell. And that Mm -hmm. happens. Like some people really have really strong reactions of, oh, I love this. And some people are like, "Mm, not that one is definitely not for me.
0: (laughs) Not for me, no Uh (laughs) thanks. But it's true. Not all of us love the same aromas. We're Mm -hmm. all different.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we can smell them straight from the bottle. We can also use something called a diffuser. And those are great little devices that evaporate the essential oil into the surrounding atmosphere environment. So diffusers atomize and vaporize the um, molecules so it can get into the the air easier and it can put the oils right into our air so we can smell it and it affects again that olfactory bulb and then that goes into our limbic system and it lights up our brain and we get super happy or we get super like, "Mm, no thanks and kind of put up the brakes or we have, you know, maybe a memory goes with it or something like that. But that is basically how, um, aromatically how it works for our system, for our bodies.
0: I love aromatic use. I truly am a fan. I have diffusers in every single room of my home because it does trigger a response. And majority of the time, I know now because I have been an essential oil user for many moons, correct? So I know what I respond best to. So a lot of citruses, I tend to diffuse those in the morning because I want them to go through my limbic system and I want to trigger a happy emotion, right? Because aromatherapy, when we're using these essential oils, have a wonderful, can have a wonderful connection within us to create a an atmosphere emotionally that is going to work well within ourselves. And if we're, if we're aligned internally, the, our external elements are also properly aligned. Does that make sense? I know it was like jumbled in my head and I tried to make sense of it,
1: but did it make sense? <laughs> yes, you you're good. Okay. You're good. <laughs> good.
0: Good, 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 good. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, girl. I'm here for aromatherapy. And I think a lot of our listeners too, may be using essential oils aromatically without even knowing that they are, or maybe you walk into a grocery store or, or, you know, um, a big box store and you, it might have a certain aroma. Mm -hmm. My friends, they're pumping fragrance into the air through their depth systems. I'm not saying it's great, but I'm saying you're still having an aromatic experience because it's going through your nose and going to that part of your brain that is connected to memories and emotions.
1: Um, Disney does it. Disney um, will pump out scents into the air, uh, especially if you are familiar with the Soarin' ride. So it used in Disneyland, it used to be Soarin' over California. And in Florida, it's just Soarin', right? Mm-hmm. Um now it's soren I think in Disneyland too I haven't been to Disneyland in a couple of years but um I will tell you I love soren and I love the orange smell that comes on soren and <clears throat> although those are not essential oil smell it's not clean essential oils it's just um fragrance uh it still has an emotional response because we respond to fragrance so um me personally, I rather have the clean smells. I rather have clean fragrances like essential oils provide versus perfumey stuff with a bunch of chemicals that is not good for our system. Yeah,
0: exactly. But no, good point. Yes. Disney does it. A whole bunch of big box stores do it. Even some establishments that take care of patients also have something pumping through their ventilation systems. It just happens. So all of us i could i could confidently tell you listeners and sarah that we have all experienced aromatherapy in our lives one way or another right so that is the first way or one of the ways that you can use essential oils the second way that sarah mentioned is topical application right so topical application my friends we have a blank canvas that we can apply essential oils on. Now, with the caveat, my friends, essential oils never go in your eyes and ears. And a majority of essential oils should never go in your private regions as well. That will be another podcast coming down the line with Sarah and I, but not this one. So what is topical application? Topical application can be direct application of the essential oil onto your skin, maybe in a massage, maybe in a technique called the Aroma Touch Technique maybe you are loving baths, right? I love baths TMI but too bad now you know I love putting my essential oils in my bathtub. or what about reflexology points? you know um, maybe you've listened to other podcasts, maybe you've listened to other essential oil educators and they have mentioned you know your reflexology points applying certain oils to those points to help your body have a response of relaxation or calm or whatever it may be those are some ways that you can have topical application now sarah can you fill us in a little bit more about topical application
1: so i love that you brought up reflex points because i am a massage therapist right that's one of my my many certifications that we've talked about um <clears throat> so i really do and i have a certification in reflexology as well and um it is definitely a really interesting Uh, Watching the, watching people's reaction as you are performing reflexology on their feet and on their reflex points on their hands and ears is, it's magical almost. And then when you pair it with the, with oils, it's, it just makes the effects just exponentially better. Um, It really increases the effects that you're looking for in those reflex points. Um, Another way you talked about was massage, right? We massage them in and we use a carrier oil sometimes. Um, and those carrier oils can look like lots of different things. Uh, they can look like fractionated coconut oil. They can look like jojoba oil. They can look like grapeseed oil. They can look like a lot of different oils. Um, my only cautionary tale about using certain uh, carrier oils is to make sure that they're clean. They're good, clean oils that... because What is the point of using good, clean essential oils if you're gonna mix it with something that's laced with chemicals? It doesn't really make sense. And your skin is one of your largest organs of your body and it absorbs everything that it touches. So even in trace amounts of chemicals, it is going into your bloodstream. It is getting absorbed through your skin into your bloodstream. And we just want to be super careful of what you are putting on your skin.
0: Yes. Yes. I agree. Topical application, just for those that are, are not understanding and need some more clarification, it refers to placing essential oils on, or in some area of your body, including, you know, skin, hair, nails, um, And then we talk about internal use, which we'll get to in a moment, but um, there are so many benefits to topical application, like Sarah mentioned, it's your biggest organ on your body. It absorbs everything. So you as the consumer, you as the user should really love yourself enough to get educated on what is in the bottle, get educated on what it will provide you. If in fact it's clean. Now, Sarah and I, we use doTERRA through and through doTERRA central oils, doTERRA products, because we know what's behind the bottle, what is in the bottle, what it takes to create truly pure. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking doTERRA. We're not talking any other brand. And I hope that was okay to say, <laughs> you know, let's be, let's be honest and clear about it. Right. Um, Have we discussed neat application versus non-neat application, Sarah?
1: No, not yet. That was the next thing I wanted to bring up. So, yeah. Okay. So, when somebody refers to neat application, that simply means they're doing it straight from the bottle with no um, carrier oil, no fillers, no nothing. Um, Certain oils are really good for that. And some oils uh, I would not recommend. So, um, it depends upon each oil individually, of course. Um, but some great oils that can be used neat are lavender, frankincense. Um, there's there's a plethora of them. Some of the oils you might want to be a little bit more careful are what we refer to as hot oils or warm oils. So things like peppermint, oregano, um, wintergreen. Some of those, uh, even eucalyptus sometimes can be a little... Um, warm, depending upon which species of eucalyptus you're using. I agree. Mm -hmm. And, um, so just to absolutely dilute, here's the thing. If you start to put on an oil or have an oil out applying to your skin and it starts to feel warm or uncomfortable, you want to add a carrier oil, such as coconut oil, fractionated coconut oil. Um, but really, truly whatever you've got, dilute with that. Um, so even if it's olive oil, I've had people call me and say something is not feeling right. Most of the time it's not a brand that I'm familiar with or a brand that I wouldn't recommend, that they're having a reaction to. And the you do not want to apply water because water will drive the, the irritation deeper into the deeper layers of the epidermis, into the dermis layers. So you don't want to do that. You want to use oil because essential oils are fat soluble. And when you use those carrier oils, it helps to disperse the oil faster. And so it stops the uncomfortable um, feelings, or um, if it starts to feel warm, tingly, or some of those sensations that you, are, you do not like, then that's how you would um, get it from stopping that uh, reaction that you're having.
0: Yes, I agree. And I'm glad that you talked about the water, because girl, let me be honest, I have totally done that years ago, and it was not extremely unpleasant, but it it wasn't the reaction I was hoping for. I was trying to soothe my semi-discomfort, my irritation in the moment, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll just use water. Yeah, no. <laughs> I felt it a little stronger for about five minutes, and then it dulled down, and I was fine, but yeah, don't use water. Get that olive oil, get that avocado oil, get that coconut oil that's in your kitchen. I think majority of us that are listening to this podcast now have some sort of carrier oil or cooking oil that you can apply topically. Do your due diligence, do your, you know, do your research. But I think all of us have something to turn to.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing um, we can talk about a little bit is layering oils. So there are some oils that are amazing to layer. One of the things I like to use, a couple of things that I like to use when I'm layering is I will sometimes put on like a base of frankincense onto an area, especially if I'm having some muscle discomfort. Uh, I'll put a base of frankincense, another another layer. So that's rubbing it on, right? Then I put some copaiba on there. And then I put some deep blue and Mm. then I put a little bit of peppermint because peppermint and deep blue, well, deep blue has some peppermint in it, but peppermint really drives oils deeper into the tissues. So it gets a little bit deeper into those tissues. And so it's going to drive all the oils that I just layered even deeper. So that is just like one little tip about layering that I really, I like doing.
0: You know what, I think it would be great for our, uh, for our listeners to learn a little bit more about layering. I think we need to do a separate podcast about this because that is, there's so much power in knowing what to pair for what um, situation arises because layering, layering can be overwhelming and confusing for most in the beginning of your journey with using this, this modality in your wellness. So I, you know, I think our listeners would really appreciate that. But let's go to the third way to use essential oils, and that is internal. And I know this is a podcast, so you can't see my face, but I really hope you understand how excited I am to talk about internal because this is my jam. I do not go a day without taking oils internally. But my friends, you need to be careful. These are very powerful and potent essential oils. A little goes a very long way. So I am not opening up a bottle of XYZ oil and dumping it into my mouth. No, ma'am, I am very well versed with understanding what tolerance is. is, But let's talk about one of the ways that you can internalize essential oils, and it is sublingually. So sublingually is about placing a drop or two of essential oil underneath the tongue, okay? This is one of the most effective ways to take essential oils internally. So some stronger oils may need to be diluted before taking it sublingually, But my friends, let me tell you, I love me some frankincense. When in doubt, you frank it out. And frankincense is such a wonderful oil to be paired with anything and everything. It is such a great boost for anybody. And I'm trying to be real compliant here. (laughs) Um, But frankincense is essential oil that I do take internally every single day, one drop under my tongue. Now, it is not a hot oil. Um... I can take it under my tongue without having any reaction. But like I said, again, you know, we're not doctors, anything like that. You do what's best for you. You do the research, but I'm here to tell you sublingually is a great way. And one of the fastest ways to get the, these oils into your bloodstream and to really help your body do the healing. Cause that's what our bodies do. Our bodies do the healing. These oils do not. It just helps our body do the healing.
1: So Sarah, what about, what are other ways that we can use these oils? So I'm going to stop you for one second because I think it's really important to talk about the labels. Ooh, yes. Um, So we're talking about using oils sublingually and we're talking about using them internally, but it's really important for you to look at your label. Um, So on our labels, they say supplement facts. And that's a really important thing to know um, that oils that have the supplement facts on there. Um, can be taken internally. If they do not have supplement facts, and we do have oils that do not have supplement facts on there, that they are not to be taken internally. So that's just a really, I wanted to quickly make that clarification to please look at your, be label readers. In all that you do, please be label readers. Read your labels for your food, read your labels for any of your products that you are consuming or putting on your body, Um, just become label readers. But that is one of the things I just wanted to quickly clarify when it comes to oils to please read your labels. And even if it's just is something that you picked up from the store, be very careful when it says pure, because those generally are not the pure ones that we're talking about here. They uh, they, um, they may not have those supplement facts labels. So please, 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 please be aware. And though we are not doctors, we, um, we do really stand by the idea that you need to use the supplement facts because that is what the FDA requires. Yes. So being that so being said, <laughs> one yeah. of my favorite ways to use oils is actually in my water. I okay. I will put a drop of lemon or a drop of wild orange, which we kind of talked about wild orange a little bit. Last week in our podcast, last week, and we kind of touched on the wild orange a little bit. So, but I love to use wild orange in my water because it helps me with my digestive track and keeps my digestive track on, on track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does what it needs to do, doesn't it? <laughs> and um, so there are just different ones that I really, I really like. Um, I am a water girl. Like I don't drink sodas. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink teas very much. Um, I don't really drink a lot of, um, I just don't really drink a lot of anything else besides water. I'm a water person. So I love flavoring my waters a little bit sometimes. Sometimes I'll put some tangerine. Sometimes it'll be some green mandarin. Sometimes it's peppermint. Sometimes it's um, grapefruit, lime. Yeah, there's like... Sometimes I even like to go a little crazy and put lime and lemon in there. Oh, living on the edge. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that is one of the, one of the ways I like to use it. Another way is you can get, um, they're called vegetable caps or veggie caps. You can get them at whole, uh, whole food stores and you can also get them through um, us as well. But I like to put a couple of drops in that I will mix and match a few oils for, internal use, especially if I don't like the flavor of it, but I know I need to get it inside my body. So that's a way that I will put them in this little, I'll drop a couple of drops. Um, depending upon what I'm trying to um, tackle for myself, I'll put a couple uh-huh. drops in and then I'll pop those in as well. Again, they are all ones that are safe for internal use. Yes.
0: And one of the other ways that you can take essential oils or use essential oils internally is with cooking. Y'all. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love food. I love me some food. Did I tell you? I love me some food. So (laughs) if you have access to these pure essential oils and they have the supplement facts on that bottle, my friends know that you can use them in your cooking. For instance, one of my favorite recipes to date right now are scones rat blueberry or raspberry scones with some wild orange. So orange essential oil. Oh my heaven. I think I want to make it after we're done with this podcast. It is so delightful. So my friends, if you are missing an herb for your spaghetti and you might have oregano or thyme or rosemary essential oil and it, and they're all able to be consumed internally, then you can go to that. You have it. So I just had to drop that in real fast that you can also cook with some of the essential oils that we have discussed. You do the work, you look into it, turn that bottle around, educate yourself to make sure that you can consume it internally. But my friends, those are the three ways, right? Yeah,
1: and And I love love adding... Wild orange to my, to my brownie mix, just straight up plain old box brownie mix, like nothing exciting, nothing fancy, but I will add a couple drops of wild orange to my brownies because I love chocolate and orange. It's like my favorite combination. And those suckers are amazing. Absolutely amazing. And here's another little tip for you. Just a little cooking tip. I don't even know. We're not even doing a cooking podcast, but let's do a little (laughs) cooking tip. I like to use unrefined um, coconut oil, so it's solid in the solid state of room temperature. And I will warm that just enough to get it to be liquid. And I will use that in place of vegetable oil in my brownies. And it has that coconut flavor, a little bit of coconut flavor with that wild orange flavor with the with the um, brownies. And it's like mind-blowingly good. And really, truly, it's like your dollar twenty five your dollar fifty box mix. It's nothing fancy, but it tastes like something that came out of like a boutique.
0: girl, you blew my mind. I know we're podcasting, but if you could see my face, I'm <laughs> salivating in my mouth. and I'm like, oh man, I got coconut oil. I got brownie mix. <laughs> be fair, I have a half eaten pan of brownies already made, but it sure as, sure as heck does not have wild orange. So I think I need to make some when my husband comes home. Okay, my friend, we need to get to the scoop. Let's wrap this up because I know our listeners want to know how they can either make like a roller bottle with some oils or like DIY cleaners, because that is the scoop of the day. So my friend, take it away.
1: So I love some of some DIY, DIY cleaners. Um, Some of the DIY cleaners that I love to use personally is a... um spray bottle I'll get a plain spray bottle uh, usually glass because oils typically will penetrate through with with um, they'll eat the plastic sometimes depending upon the oil. So you have to be careful but I will get a glass spray bottle and you can pick these up at Target well Amazon anywhere you can pick up a glass water uh, spray bottle and I will put vinegar. So, a cup of vinegar and just about five or six drops of lemon essential oil. And that is what I will use for a window cleaner. Nothing else, just it's just done. And if you are a coffee drinker, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I do have coffee filters at my house because I use a coffee filter to clean my windows and it doesn't leave any of the little fibers or anything like that. I don't have to worry. And so I just spritz and then I Clean it off with that coffee filter.
0: Girl, I am learning so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> coffee filters. I mean, I'm a coffee drinker, but I'm like, I got coffee filters. I just like cleaning windows with a passion, but using the lemon has drastically improved the process of me cleaning my windows without the harsh chemicals that are in a lot of our cleaners in the big box store. So, my DIY for you guys right now, too, is and as a second option to that but it's a multi-purpose cleaner right so what you're going to need is a quarter cup of white vinegar one and three quarters cup of water so tap water or um, any kind of water you got right 30 drops of essential oil so this is in like a 16 ounce glass uh, spray bottle so my friends you can mix it up and have some fun it would be lavender and lemon so 15 drops of each that's a good blend 10 drops of eucalyptus, peppermint, and wild orange. That's another blend. Or we have this wonderful oil called On Guard, which is a plethora of essential oils that make up this blend. You would use 30 drops of that. Now that my friend is what I clean my bathrooms with, is with the 30 drops of On Guard with the white vinegar and water in a 16 ounce spray bottle. Because let me tell you, germs are not my friend. We all got them. We all have them. So we need to be diligent in cleaning them up, right? They don't clean themselves up. So on guard. I have faith in the fact that I know that my house is cleaner and has less toxins in it when I am diligent in cleaning with the white vinegar and the on guard mixture. So I invite you guys to do that. The last quick DIY that I have for you um, before share, uh, Sarah uh, shares, can I talk? sure, sure. (laughs) Before Sarah shares her last tidbit is a roller bottle. Now, when I say roller bottle, I'm talking about a 15 milliliter glass slim bottle that you can fill up with coconut oil, fractionated coconut oil, meaning it does not solidify. And, um, Lord have mercy. It just left my brain. It is 20 drops of wild orange. Okay. So our orange essential oil and five drops of, what was it? Lavender wild orange and lavender. Yes. Sorry. Brain fart over here. The wild orange and lavender for me, I like to use that in the morning. It is a good wake me up. And like, I don't know. It's just, it smells really good together heavy on the wild orange light on the lavender and together it's just like, okay, I got the day and it just smells really good. You can use it as a personal perfume, right? Or you can use it just to invite, you know, aromatically putting it under your nose and smelling it, invite, um, a fun memory into your morning. So my friends, that's a a quick DIY I wanted to share with you. Sarah, what do you got for us?
1: Um, I'm, I love using roller bottles for um, just personal sense. Really, there's different ones that I will use. Scan with my lovely Itovi, and uh, that's a fun um, biometric scanner. Uh, and so sometimes I will I will scan myself or scan my family members and create a whole. Um, roller bottle based on some of their needs of what came up in that scan. Um, Sometimes I just use intuition. I start smelling bottles and go, hmm, this smells good, this smells good, and I put it together and it smells great. So those are just some things that I will put into a roller bottle. One of my favorite um, scents right now is using uh, just citrus bloom with Fractionated coconut oil in a, in a roller bottle as a personal scent. Like it's not even there's, it's not even like mixing a whole bunch of oils together. It's just that one particular oil, about 30 drops in a 10 milliliter roller bottle and fill the rest of it up with fractionated coconut oil. And it just, it's just a divine smell. And that's, I, I can't, I guess I just keep it simple.
0: That's perfect. That is awesome.
1: I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Sarah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in today's episode of The Essential Oil Scoop. We hope you have found this discussion informative and helpful. And if you have any questions or topics you would like us to cover in future episodes, please leave a comment or reach out to us on social media. And don't forget to save, subscribe, or follow our bo- our podcast so you can get notified every time we upload a new podcast. So until next time, stay healthy and keep using your essential oils to enhance your wellness journey. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye guys.